Welcome to the Crafty Ass Female Podcast, an audio show that talks about the resourceful ways we women are living our lives and the crafty projects we create in between. We are your hosts, Amanda Zampelli and Kristen Tweedale, and we believe you are a capable badass who already has all the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. We're just here to remind you. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Kristen. I'm excited about today's episode. Yeah, let's talk about our one little word. Wow, I can't believe it's that time of year already. <laughs> I know. Craziness. 2018, man. <laughs> it is almost here. So let's talk a little bit about one little word, which is a project by Allie Edwards, who is the goddess of scrapbooking. Love her style. Love her ideas. Love her. You can find out more at AllieEdwards.com. Probably slash one little word. Yeah, I think but it's... we will definitely put it in the show for notes. For sure. I think it's slash projects slash one little word. But yeah, it'll be in the show notes. And you could always nice. Google Allie Edwards one little word and thousands of resources will come up. <laughs> it's true. So how long have you been participating in one little word, Amanda? Um, I started... My first year doing it was 2012. I believe it was the year right after Allie created a workshop around choosing one little word. So again, for those who don't know, Allie Edwards started it and the whole practice of it is to come up with one word going into the new year that's going to be kind of like your guiding principle for the new year. And so it's kind of a take on a new year's resolution, I guess, without it exactly being a resolution, which I love. It's more of like a focus or some aspect of your life you kind of want to explore. Would you say that's like accurate? That's, I love that. I love that. That's how I like to look at it. Yeah. So for me in 2012, I had just started teaching in 2011, in the fall of 2011. So If you've heard my intro story, you know that very quickly after becoming a teacher, I knew that that wasn't it and I felt very stuck and I needed a shift. So that was also the time that I was using crafting as this humongous form of therapy in that time. And through Project Lifing and more online research, I came across Allie and a bunch of other crafters that hopped on this one little word. So naturally, that would be the year and the time. That I started. So I started in 2012. When did you start? I don't remember. (laughs) But I have a point of reference. I remember that I was with my last boyfriend. So it was definitely before 2009. So my first one little word was definitely in 2008 or earlier. 10 years going on? 10 years? (laughs) Yeah, wow, girl. Yeah, so it has been a long time. I am obviously a huge Allie Edwards fan Who girl, and I do love the One Little Word um, project because you can lean into it or lean out of it as much as you need to throughout the For year. For sure. And I love how since her, now this, like Homegirl's been doing this, I think since 2006, I could be wrong, you could find out all about it on her website, but that is like 15 years <laughs> of doing this. And since then, there's been like, what's your word for the, like a lot of people have taken it and kind of done their own things with it, but it's essentially been the same practice. 
I know. I really want to get one of those big acrylic boards. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. Which we will link to in the show notes because I've seen them a bunch of times. And the one that Allie holds up. So cute. So cute. So, yes. So... Did we kind of touch on what got us to start? I mean, for me, I was in that weird, twisted time of like be feeling stuck and needing a new creative challenge. So that's kind of why I started. My first word was movement back in 2012. And again, it was just because I felt so stuck. I felt like this job that I worked so hard to get wasn't it. And I was stuck in it. And I needed so many things around me to progress me. And I, it was like a real, it was a word that really for me meant like shake things up and move forward and progress, like move toward where you're supposed to be. You thought this was it, but it wasn't. And so that first word, I think if you've never done this before, the first word will probably be like your most memorable. I don't want to say it was my favorite word, but it was my most memorable because I know how bad I needed it. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I definitely don't remember. My that is so year. funny. It was while I was in college. And so I definitely don't remember a lot of my uh, first projects because I guess it was just, it was so long ago. And like my early scrapbooking days are there. It's not that they're just a lot of memories that I don't necessarily go mm-hmm. back to right, right. now. Um, They're not bad memories. There's nothing, like, traumatic or terrible or dramatic or anything at all. They're just, like... Old. Right. They're just... They're... It's it's a different life that I I was going to say, do you feel like you've kind of evolved to the better version of you? That that's why? It's kind of like, oh, that was... Sure. And, like... Right. And it was a lot of, like, you know... It just wasn't... It wasn't that interesting. Mm. Like, I... There wasn't all that much stuff going on. I was scrapbooking a lot and I was, you know, working and I was going, you know, all of my grand adventures were not all that grand and like not all that adventure-y. So like my one little word definitely would have been something to help me get through college. Like it definitely would have been something that like would have helped me at the beginning of each month be like, okay, you can get through another month. Like you accomplished stuff last month and like you only have this much left like look at how much you've already you, you know look at all how much you've already done and look at how much you have left to do so maybe and like achievement i know that i yeah absolutely like and i know that i absolutely loved the the process of ali's mm-hmm. one little word more so than I even loved my mm. words because I kept coming back to it. And th- that ritual of like a monthly check into a month. Yeah. With, uh, this, uh, this lens. And so, uh, what is the word, the first, as a, as a, what is the oldest word that you can remember? It might be lens. And that might be, cause I feel like there was one. So like thinking back and talking it out with you now, and like using my frame mm-hmm. of reference points and you saying that you think it, the first alley word was in 2006, which means I probably would have picked my first word in 2007, which means my 2008 word probably would have been lens, okay. which means I would have picked that as like uh, me being like a women's and gender studies major and trying to find like this way that I want to view the world. 
cute. And like it would have come from all of these like textbooks reading textbook readings of like feminist philosophers and like how different women see the world and like there's like so much of a direct correlation between that and that word and like literally every single thing I write right now every single day in my my book of me classroom and this book that I wrote and like my blog posts and like my Instagram posts like if you see my Instagram posts like I talk about storytelling lenses all the time and that is a direct manifestation from this stuff that I did in college plus Allie Edwards like this is you know I, I had no idea at the time like that I was you know sitting in in class you know half you know listening to the lecture half browsing Allie's blog for sure that this is this is where I would be at you know 12 years later plus the physicality of lens like photos and scrapbooking and like cameras and like even you now like you're almost always with a lens and your selfies are like for Thursday three like it totally translates I love that (laughs) that's that's so good yeah my god that's so good yeah so okay so what other words have you had okay so 2012 was movement and it is so funny how like you know we'll talk about this but how like for me anyway each word has become a part of who I am and like since each word like every year after movement, movement's been happening. And like, it's, it's, it's amazing how still I reflect on what I learned from that word in that year. Anyway, so 2012 was movement. 2013 was make. Um, 2014 was work. Never again, by the way, (laughs) but we'll talk more about that later. Uh, 2015 was proof. 2016 was big. This year was refresh or refresh. And I'll reveal later my 2018. How about your words? Okay, so I only have them written down uh, from 2014. So my 2000, oh no, from 2013, sorry. From 2013, mine is right. And my 2014 is heroin. Not like the <laughs> obviously. I feel like my accent makes that so much worse. <laughs> so like I always see it written down and I feel like okay, I know which word that is. But you know, like the girl version of hero. Oh my god, that's such a good word. <sighs> okay. Um for 2015 it was home because that was the first year that we uh moved from New Jersey to Michigan and I was both like hardcore grappling with like not being in New Jersey anymore and like trying to figure out what like what is home and like also physically trying to make this place home Mm -hmm. and that like it's a battle but like somehow you always wind up winning Mm -hmm. like like I won this battle I won this battle of 2015 with the word home and I love Michigan and I would like to stay here and like I love this house and I want to stay in this house and it it is home now. Um, 2016, my word was me. And that was like a hard choice because once I won this battle with home, I was trying, like I was struggling, which I talked about in an episode earlier, how I was struggling with like, who am I in this place? And also with like my headaches. And so I was like, do I want to 
choose health, but that like felt too like I don't know like diety and like too not that wasn't it didn't feel me. and it didn't fit right for the year because some you could have totally said health and it could have been like you could have geared it in your mind to be right but it just wasn't the right word right it was close yeah. right and so I went I went with me and so I was able to like get me the storyteller here in Michigan and me like concentrate on like my mental health my physical health and like center like me and let myself you know like be a little bit selfish for a little while and like take care of my own self so that like I could be good enough to start taking care of other people again and start like making things for other people and start doing things for other people instead of like not being at full capacity and then only like half-assing my good things for other people so like who wants to get like a half-assed nice thing from another person that's that's not anything um and like so I didn't have a word I didn't choose a word for the beginning of the year this year um because yeah so because I was still kind of struggling the end of last year just sucked Mm. and we'll talk about it through like many episodes Mm -hmm. for a whole bunch of different reasons um and so I just wasn't ready for a new word at the beginning of 2017 Mm. um but as the year has gone on and as uh everything has been going pretty well for me i've been thinking more and more about doing great work Mm -hmm. and so my word has been great and like to reassess things and like old content that i've come across and like go back to things and like really start to make things that are awesome again and just be like you know what is you know what does like a hundred look on Mm. test you know, instead of like just getting that 65, you know, maybe I don't need to do it every single time, but like, you know, what does that look like once in and a sometimes while? sometimes great now that I have is like, like headaches under an control, 80 on the test. Yeah. Sometimes that's your great. Totally. Yeah. And I want to just like, sometimes I just want it to be awesome. Yeah. And like, so this year I've just taken a little bit extra time to do some great things. That's cool. I kind of feel like that reflects my word this year too, which has been refresh, which again is a very self-care word. Like I feel like every word ends up being a self-care word, right? Because you're choosing it because it's what you need. But this year I really hone, try to hone in on like refreshing myself. And then I talked in the beginning of the year, like why I chose a word, which is like refreshing my brand and I always felt like refresh this year was like the refresh little reboot at the corner of your like totally in, yeah your like where it's the same content but you need to kind of like because <laughs> compared to where I was with movement where everything felt wrong the guy I was with the state I was in the job you know I felt I felt this year going into this year that a lot of the content was right but it needed like a little boost. Yeah, totally. so kind of the that same thing as great, but they're totally two different words, which is the fun part about this. <laughs> yeah, you know what was really fun? Um, Brandy Kincaid was doing uh, her two words, which are here and here. And she picked two words that sound the same but have different meanings. And I thought that that was just so clever to pick sound words that sound the same but mean different things. And so you can have them... You know, 
you have even more just I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is like depth and angles to kind of you look at exactly. it exactly yeah exactly you come at it from so many more angles well I think I that, that can develop like that's the thing too like the reason you choose a word at the beginning can morph by the time it gets to the end, but it's all, and that's what's so funny. Like you choose the word, but sometimes the word chooses you, but then how the word filters through you ends up being your own doing anyway. So it's, it's just funny how it ends up working. That's how I've been doing this. This next year, 2018 will be seven years. So the past six years, it's like amazed me how the word legit was a guide. I wouldn't say it was like a crystal ball predictor of anything, right? Like I don't believe in that, but it really, unlike a resolution that is like tight and specific and like results oriented, I feel like this is more exploratory. And then what you end up with at the end is exactly kind of what the word was supposed to do. Yeah, I don't know if you've had that experience, but all right. So did you document, how did you document? Cause I know Allie has a legit workshop where you sign up and it's a year long thing and you do monthly kind of projects. Have you ever done her workshop? Yes, I did it with my heroin. Um, God, that's such a good word. word. And I loved it. <laughs> um, and I am going to do it again this year with the word that I have for 2000 because I'm super excited. Um, yeah, it's definitely worked when I've had like the, like the bandwidth to make my word a priority. That makes Um, a lot of sense. And on, on the years that I haven't really had the bandwidth, especially in the beginning months, because like, uh, if you use the workshop to like set your word up to like be a priority in your life, and, like, you know that, like, on the first of the month, you're totally going to check in and, like, give yourself an hour to, like, do the content and spend an hour, like, looking at your word and how it reflects on your life. Like, the way I was most successful was I would um, spend an hour the night, the last night of the month and the first night of the month and, like, reflect on, like, well, what was I successful mm. with in my word at the end of the month? And, like, what did I fail at? And, like, or I guess, you know, like, what did I want to be more successful at? If you want to look at it in a positive Mm -hmm. light. Um, And then open up the workshop, you know, read the content, reflect on it with my answers from the previous night, and then go from there. And, like, just doing, like, that hour's worth of work at the beginning of the month set me up for the whole month. Uh Like just having that in my head and knowing like, okay, that's where I want to go with like this word and this feeling and this doing made it so much easier and made it so much more of an active part of my story. Right. And then being in the workshop and being able to see how other people respond to prompts and stuff can also help you having the community and the inspiration there. That totally makes sense. That's absolutely true. Um, having everyone else around for inspiration and to ask the questions that, like, you didn't even know you wanted answered. Right. Or to see how someone else t- played on it and then you can kind of do your version of it with your word. That's definitely a plus. Absolutely. All right. So tell me about your one little word process. 
So it's been different every few years. Um, again, that it, that first one just came out of growing knowledge of ladies who craft and realizing that a lot of them participated in this project. You call it a project? I guess so. This yearly, yeah, yeah this yearly choosing of a word. And so I tried it and that's how my first one came about and just needing movement. Um, my second one was a little harder because once movement happened and I was so attached to this word that it created, you know, such good results. Um, I knew that I was going to have a year of another year of teaching and another year of just kind of waiting. So I did all this movement internally and figured out kind of what I wanted to pursue. And I was moving in the right direction, but then I knew that I would still be stuck kind of. So I was like, well, now, now that you're stuck here, even though you know what you're going to do, kind of what, what do you want to do? Like what word could kind of help you through this stuckness? So that's where make came about. I was like, I can make something every month or make this. So like I would use the word and attach it to other words every month. So like January was make January awesome. And we had a birthday party for my grandma. And like, I try to latch onto that idea. Like what were the awesome parts of the month? Then like some, some months I got really specific and I joined like a sewing workshop, like a weekly sewing workshop. And we made like a kimono robe. So that's how I attached it to make. So I was like, make a kimono robe in April, like whatever. So every month was kind of like make something either physically or, or a move, make a move, you know? So in June, when I told my, my school that I wouldn't be coming back to teach, it was make peace with leaving. Like I needed to make, to not feel so guilty. So that word kind of helped me through the year that I knew I was going to be still kind of stuck. So that's kind of the process of why I chose that word. And then throughout the year, like, like for my next word work, cause I had left my career as a teacher and went to design school and then graduated in the starting 2014 without a job. So that was the, that was the initial reason I chose work. And that was the first word that I signed up to Ali Edwards workshop with work. And, um, I liked participating and just for all the reasons you said, and I liked having the community and I liked her prompts and everything was good. It's just, I did not realize how much work was going to go into that year. <laughs> like I always say like, never again will I, it, the, I worked that year. I worked, that was like the yeah. peak of my anxiety. I saw a therapist. I worked on myself. I moved to Texas. I found work, you know, with, we are, then I lost it. Then I found work with me. So the word legit worked me. <laughs> so I kind of lost, yeah, yeah I kind of lost not interest, but lost like inspiration with all the other stuff I was quote unquote working on to, to stay in tune with it. So I did her workshop for the first few months, but sometimes that happens. So, yeah. And I find when you ask me about process, like I, what I find a pattern that happens is I'll choose a word that's really action worthy and actionable. And I know, um, Elise, Elise Joy, um, has yeah. had these, has had on her podcast, Allie talk about their one little words and they talk about this too, how usually 
years alternate and you'll have a really strong actionable word. And then the next year, like a pullback word. And that's legit happened to me every year. So I had movement and I was like going to pursue all this stuff and try to figure it out. Then I had make, which was kind of like sit back and like make things. Then I had work, which was like going to push me to do that. And then the next year, because it worked me so hard, I pulled back mad hard and chose proof because I felt like all the work was amounting to nothing or like I was just so drug through the mud that year that I needed proof that it was going to be okay. And that was kind of my guiding into the word proof. And I sat back that year. I was legit to the universe. Like my word is proof and I'm demanding proof and you better give me proof. Like it was so unbelievable how like I said to myself, I'm not pursuing this. I ended up to document that year. I didn't sign up for Atlee's workshop. I just had this board book that had like 12 pages. And I was like, each month, I'm just going to scrap the shit out of all the proof I see because I'm not putting effort this year and I'm waiting for it to come to me. Like I was so, yeah, it was amazing how passive I took that word kind of. Um, but good news is that word kind of translated into crazy amounts of proof. And I met my now boyfriend then, and I landed my apartment and I was really getting used to working for me on my big ideas. And the happy planner was growing and like so much good things that year, like compared to the year before, like I always do this like weird anniversary check-in where I'm like, Oh, this time last year, like I say that to myself all the time. I don't know if it's the life documenter in me or what, But so much during my year of proof, I'd be like, God, this time last year, I was squandering, like in the mud, like not knowing. So it was amazing to me how that year turned out. And then when you have a good year, you just want it to exponentially grow. And then that kind of was my process for choosing big. I was like, you know, go big or go home and don't live small. And now you have all this proof and just like explode it kind of. So that was my process with that. But big, a lot of times too, crafty girls will ask me about like, how do you choose a word and how do you use it? Like by the time big came around, it was my fifth word. I was doing it for four years already. And I told them, I'm like, you know, sometimes I choose a word and then don't think about it till like the next word needs to be chosen. Like it just, that's what happened with big where like I chose it and I was gung ho and really like visualized it in my mind and then didn't really revisit it until I wanted to reflect on it like after the year. So I don't know. Each, each year has been different. This year I've been more attentive to to refresh because I feel like it's one of those words that again, self-care and I want to check in with every day, but it's also like it can be applied to everything. I think that makes a good word. I think that's definitely what makes a good word. Like what's been your process? of choosing of like, what are your process throughout the months? Like, is it a pattern or do you like each year is different? Okay. So my process with one little word has been like a monthly check-in process, especially on the years that I haven't done Allie's workshop. Um, I like to just check in at the end of the month with my word and especially at the beginning of the month with like, just what does this word mean to me right now? I love that it builds over the year. We've been talking about it definitely can start as something in January, and then, like, by the time you get to October, November, it means something completely different. Um, And it can mean something, like, almost the complete opposite of what you intended. And 
that will happen like when you like try to live your life through that lens of a word and you get to build on it and you get to like it's like a choose your own adventure book but just like you know with your own word and you get to write it down it's like super fun um i'm like super excited for my my word for this year oh my gosh so should we just like reveal well first what's your favorite word you ever had oh my favorite word i think it's probably heroin yeah it's a good one not the drug i think i yeah not the drug (laughs) not the drug um how did it manifest in your life it was it's a very inner strength word yeah it was a lot of because i wanted like I wanted it to be brave, but, like, that just felt too cliche, and so it manifested in a bunch of, like, first, we, uh, Jeff and I rented a Mustang, and we, okay, so it manifested (laughs) itself in a lot of ways. First, um, we, uh, I started my own business. I founded Are You Kristen Paper Crafts? Um, second, uh, We rented a Mustang and we drove from LA to San Francisco, um, along the coast, which was amazing. It was like literally one of the most amazing trips. And if you ever, ever, ever get the chance to do it, and like, this is literally anyone, you should absolutely do it. Uh, it's my dream trip. It is incredible. And there were just so many like hidden adventures that no one, like we had no idea. Um, in my there dream, it's like, in an RV, not a Mustang, but very similar. <laughs> oh my God. There was this monarch butterfly, like, sanctuary. Like, you just pulled over to the side of the road, and there were just, like, I want to say millions. That sounds, like, insane, but, like, millions of monarch butterflies just all over the trees, and they had telescopes set up, and it was obsessed. Just, and just, that's when we found out that we uh, were going to be moving to Michigan, that's when we moved to Michigan. Um, a lot of things we, you know, God, we just like got in a car and drove a thousand miles and moved out here and we don't know anyone here and we just decided to live here and it's kind the of word, awesome. the word just calls you to pull out inner strength. Like that's crazy. And you needed it then. It's yeah, crazy. And you didn't really know did. that when you chose it. No. It's we crazy. Had no idea. Like really no idea that we were gonna like I like when he started applying to grad schools, I knew my hands were up in the air and like I was ready to move anywhere. Like I knew from the time that I was a little kid that I didn't want to live in like North Jersey for the rest of my life. I knew that I wanted to go somewhere and uh I knew all the places he was applying to, so I knew what my options were. Um but uh does Jeff choose a word? No. Oh. Does he know no, that would about make him... it through you? Does yeah. he know what your word is every year? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if he knows what my word is this year. I wrote it on he ha- I have a huge for Valentine's Day in two thousand sixteen, he bought me a uh it's a graph um oh my god, what is it called? Dry erase board. It's uh like what is it? Four feet high by like six feet wide. It looks like it's, a grid paper. Yeah. Cute. It's awesome. Um, it came from the Michigan State Surplus Store. They like sell all sorts of fantastic things that they like university doesn't want anymore. So that's hanging in my wall. Um, and so my my one little word is written on that right now. 
but I don't know if he pays attention enough to know that that's what's going on. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> I know but you'll say it and I'll probably be like, oh, that's why she wrote that word everywhere. But people mm-hmm. like us, we write words everywhere all the time on everything. <laughs> He's like, what does that word yeah, do? Right. What does that word make any yeah, difference? Why is that's that so word funny. everywhere? You what? know, I'll have it like um, probably stamped out. I'll get a whole bunch of alpha stamps and then like stamp it out and leave them on like an, an acrylic block for a little while and just like put it on a bunch of tags. Um, oh, I realize that we've been talking about it for like five minutes and still haven't revealed what our words are. So yeah. what's your word? So my word for 2018 um, is limitless. Oh, that's amazing. And I don't know. I don't really know. Like I, I, I know it's, I'm pretty sure it's the word because again, we are talking about this end of November. So, you know, there's still time it can change, but I'm pretty sure it's the word because I, it's, I've landed on it even before I chose this year's word. It's, it's been in my head. It's been swimming for a while. And it originally came from a place of like, you know, just working for me and my big ideas and feeling a little limited by that position. You know, we talked about this in my story too. And just so that, a little bit of that. And then it kind of ties into the tagline of this podcast, which we said was, you already have the tools you need to make beautiful things and make beautiful things happen. And we just, we're just here to remind you. And I, I feel like I need to remind myself on the reg that a lot of the self-imposed rules that I put on myself and on my life and on how I function and on my crafts and on my design. Like basically I'm a person that is so used to listening to authority or looking for the answer, not within myself. And I just, I feel like I need more practice at learning that there are limitless ways to solve a problem and I have limitless capability to do it. I just, often forget that. And then in kind of coming up with that theme and thinking that the word would work, I started seeing it everywhere. Like, I don't know if that happens to you, but once you land on the word, like I I landed on this word real early. So I kept seeing it all year long. Like this should be your word. This should be your word. This should be your word. I recently opened a fortune cookie that was like the limits are the life. You know, your life is only limited to the limit, whatever it said. And the word, and that's another thing too. I think Allie and Elise talked about this, how whatever word you choose, there's also so like the antithesis to your word, which is kind of like by choosing the other word, you're saying no to that. Anti- so like by choosing limitless, I'm not choosing limit, which, right. Yeah. So that's kind of how I feel whenever I, that's kind of how I'm gearing it. I don't want a limit. And yeah, so that's, that's kind of my word and why I chose it. And honestly, it's a little scary. It's like that. Co- it's awesome. Yeah, which is why it probably is awesome because it's a little scary too. And it's one of those words that I can attach to things like limitless blank or limitless potential or limitless possibility. Uh, Your girl Tiffany Han posted something. I think you reposted it or something that was like everything is figureoutable, right? That was hers. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind of want like that, like limitless figure, limitless ways to solve issues. Totally. Yeah, because I get trapped in like things. Yeah, but it's a little scary to me. I feel like 
it's that quote that's like our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate. Our deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond measure and being limitless means like you're powerful beyond measure and it's your lightness. It's your light, not your dark. That's scary because if you're, if you, if you shine, then it's almost like you have this responsibility of shining. Whereas if you're dark, like I'm, I'm, I'm much better at being at a low point and talking about the low point than I am at being successful and sharing the success. I think that's that's true for a lot of us. Yeah. So that's, that's all my thoughts behind that word, but I've kind of been, you know, it's a scary word for me. It's another one of those action words. I've had a very like passive year with my word refresh this year. So it's another one of those bursting through the door kind of words. And it's a little scary for me, but it's been the word for a while. So I think I just have to roll with it. (laughs) I think that sounds perfect. Yeah. How about you? What's your word? So my word for 2018 is cultivate. Oh, good. So good. That's like a, that's like a, a meaty word. Yeah. So, um, last year and the year before, and all of my words have been very internal focused, internally focused and everything's been about like taking care of like myself and my home and like making sure that I'm doing the best that I can do and that's worked like really really well for me and I feel like I'm at a really good place and now is the time for me and myself in my really good place to use that to cultivate my relationships with other people to cultivate the community that I've created to physically cultivate things um this summer one of uh jeff and my projects was we started growing heirloom tomatoes from seeds that we saved so we grew um 500 different plants and uh got like about 10,000 different tomatoes and we uh had the most amazing tomatoes that we've ever tasted and like, I never in my entire life growing up in New Jersey thought that I would ever have, like, hundreds and hundreds of tomato plants. Like, I would never, that, that was never, like, I, I love it. We, yeah, we grew up in houses were, like, an arm's length apart from each other. But, I mean, in Michigan, the pizza is abhorrent, and I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but <laughs> it, I don't know what, what y'all did pizza. You really screwed up. Um, and so, like, I miss pizza from at home. It is, it's like something I, I really, it is part of me. Like part <laughs> of my story is that I miss pizza from home. <laughs> and so what I've had to do is literally grow the tomatoes in my backyard so that I can make the sauce, yes. so that I can make the pizza from back home. Um, so cultivate, like I literally spent this summer cultivating these tomatoes from these seeds that I got from this woman and I'm, her name is Karen and I call her the tomato whisperer because <laughs> she has stories from all of these different varieties of tomatoes from all over the world and there are so many different ways in which her story intersects with my story and I've been carrying around this word cultivate since the summer and it goes perfectly with my community um, growing aspects with the Awesome Ladies Project. It goes perfectly hand in hand with all of these 
you know, female business partnerships that I want to make with you and with um, other women out in the world who are like, but you know, I'm feeling alone and like, uh, like these islands that we talked about when, you know, you, you have the internet and like, it's this vast wonderland of inspiration and knowledge, but like also you are just sitting behind a screen and you're, you know, you can be in your pajamas and no bra and you know that's fine you don't have to talk to anybody but right you know i want to cultivate relationships between women i want to cultivate a community it's it's time for me to you know step in and, and foster these relationships and and take the time to to build things that matter and so that's that's where i'm headed in in 2018 so good so, so I'm excited. I'm excited too. I can't believe it's the time of year to choose, but um, I hope our listeners share their words and reasons with us as well. We can't wait to hear what your words are. You can leave them in the comments in our blog post. You can tag us on Instagram, hashtag crafty ass female. Let's do it. We love hearing comments from you. We do this so that we can hear from you. So tag us together. when you uh, post on Instagram. Check us out on the blog and subscribe.